Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I was driving down the road, and I was going to do one of my driving down the road episodes, and I realized that the audio is just is just terrible. So I kind of made some uh, voice memo notes to myself, and then now I'm back in a, a better uh, sound operation in my office, and I can uh, talk about what I wanted to talk about, uh, which was about personalization and a lot of different things. I was thinking about personalization from personalization from my standpoint, from anybody's standpoint of what what that means in the hobby. It's a very personal hobby in many respects. It's communal as well, but the personalization aspects are, are uh, not a clear-cut, simple decision sometimes in some of the ways I'm thinking about it. So thanks, sponsors. Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So um, first of all, the thing I thought about is that in the personalization stuff, I actually have, have received some presentation sets from some of the card companies over the over the decades, actually, not recently, but uh, there'll be a pr- presentation set with my name on it, and the name could be on the box. In fact, I got one of, one of them was in a really nice wooden box. I've had others that were in other kinds of boxes, but, you know, a complete set. Uh, the individual cards are not uh, imprinted or uh, say that they're mine, but the box does, and it's 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 a nice touch. And I have other things that are just were gifts to me that were personalized, uh, and I, I don't really want to sell them, uh, but uh, it's just interesting. I don't know to what extent it has greater value other than to me. Uh, the other aspect of personalization that I'm considering right now, which is a little bit of a dilemma, uh, but uh, BGS can do this for me. I suppose the other grading companies could do it as well, but uh, that would be cards that were graded in the, and the flip. The, the label would say from the Jim Beckett collection or from the Dr. James Beckett collection. Uh, I've, I've actually, we've, exp- I've experimented with that, but I'm, uh, I'm not uh, really sold on that completely. I, I don't know that, um, I'm not sure it has, it, it could have extra value in some cases and less value in other cases. It depends on, it's like, like a personalized autograph. A personalized autograph, if, if it was, uh, uh, two Mickey Mantle from Babe Ruth, <laughs> that'd be cool. But, uh, they, they, uh, had very little, uh, Mickey Mantle would have had to have been in high school, I think, when that would have happened. So, um, but I have, I have autographs that are personalized to me that say to Jim or to Dr. James Beckett. And some of them are, when it's a, a meaningful player that I, that I knew, then I think that's cool. I've gotten that, some of them I've gotten, uh, slabbed and I'll put them up on my wall because it's, it was, it was a personal connection. The personalization aspect is is meaningful to me, uh, but uh, generally, if you're going to sell autographs, you don't really want it to be personalized, uh, and you don't want to buy personalized autographs. You'd want to pay less in most cases. Uh, stickers are not so great. Uh, other inscriptions or uh, other information sometimes is bad, sometimes is good. So it's it's a little trickier than just saying it's always bad or it's always good. Uh, the other thing I was thinking about is, you know, people are buying tickets, and I'm not sure what I think about the ticket market. I think it's been pretty hyped, uh, but in some cases it's it's very legit. But there's some pretty high prices for tickets, and tickets are a dying, dying breed. There's not paper tickets to most of these events now, and so 
and, and many of the tickets are not beautiful <laughs> or, or they're torn in half. Um, and it, whether autographed or not, uh, there's a personal connection to an event. Uh, if I, I'm not sure what I think about buying tickets to games I didn't attend or games that occurred before I was born or unless maybe it was a game that I was supposed to go to and then at the last minute I couldn't go. My point is there needs to be a story, some connection, some personalization for some of these artifacts, uh, for memorabilia, for for uh, for ticket stubs. I mean, I, I, I guess I could have a complete set of ticket stubs to... I have a friend that has kind of a complete set of Masters golf badges, and the early ones are extremely pricey. But that's because he's been. He went 50 years in a row, uh, something like that. So... Uh, there's a there, he he has the story and he could say well I bought the ones or traded for the ones that were before I started going but I've been to this many and uh, and he remembers the details and all that stuff so again personal connection is uh, legitimizes the personalization um, I've got a, I have a personal watch that's engraved to James Beckett and it's a, a very very prestigious uh, watch company. Uh, that is very, very well known and the watches sell for a lot of money. Uh, however, it's not, it's my watch, but it was really given to my grandfather back in 1939. So it says James Beckett, 1939. I don't know if it says in appreciation, but he got it from the company. He, he, he rose up in the company to a high position and it, it wouldn't have been his reti- a retirement watch because he was still, uh, would have been in his late forties at that point, but it's my grandfather. And so I don't really want to sell it. But it's interesting. It's a personalized, very expensive watch with my same name. With that, I'm the third because he was he was he was number one. My dad was junior, and I'm I'm the third. So I think that's cool to me. Is it cool to somebody else? I don't know. Anybody could do the math and figure out that I was not born in 1939. Um, but I have it, and it's uh, and it's 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 a very nice uh, keepsake. Um, uh, personalized autograph cards. You know, I've gotten some through the mail. Back when I used to do the TTM thing, we're talking almost 50 years ago now, uh, they'd say to Jim on some of them. Now, I don't know that I have that many of those cards still because a lot of those I've already, I've already transacted. But, uh, you know, if I'm, and I don't stand in line for autographs too much, I've done it very, very rarely. Uh, if they're sitting, if the, uh, the athlete's sitting right in front of you, you, you could say, don't personalize it. Uh, I guess if I had a long conversation with somebody, I'd say personalize it. It's, and, and I've actually done, I've done that when I've had not standing in line, but somebody I've signed a card for them. They've signed a card for me. And I think that again, it, it, there's a story with it. Um, but I don't know that people want, I mean, other gyms would want to gym. Um, so maybe somebody would like that. Um, if, if, if it's a personalized autograph, I guess what's more important than the personalization is that, was I present? Am I in front of the, the player as opposed to even whether it's a sticker or a, a certified on-card autograph? Uh, I didn't, I mean, I, I can accept that it was signed by the player, but I, I wasn't there. To me, that makes a personalized autograph or an in-person autograph uh, worth more. I'd like to get some eye contact. Uh, actually, the eye contact would probably be better than the personalization, but, you know, if you're in a line... Uh, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the one uh, among others that lists a lot of exploits, uh, on like his tall boys where he's got a lot of card real estate to, to list. Uh, that's a, a form of personalization. It takes more time. 
I, I wouldn't request it necessarily, but uh, it, it does add some detail and it shows some attention. Uh, but I don't know that everybody wants that. And I know that everybody doesn't want uh, a scripture verse, which some players, again, it's just by the player. If you're asking a player for a free autograph and he wants to, he or she wants to put their name on it and then add additional commentary or, like I say, a scripture verse or anything, they could, or a, a slogan or a nickname, um, all those things. If, if you didn't pay for the autograph, then they can do whatever they want to do. Uh, it's their prerogative. On the other hand, you could you could make a request. I don't I don't want that. Uh, but like I say, if you're not paying for it, I don't think you have the the, the ability to dictate the terms of your free of your free signature. If you're standing in line, you're paying money. I think you should you should make the request known, and hopefully they would abide by that. Um, so, but any these athletes that put a scripture verse on there, I think they know that. Most people do not know what the verse is in most cases, but they maybe want you to look it up and that, and that's their thought. Again, it's their prerogative if it's a, if it's a, if it's a free signature. Uh, let's see. Uh, my, let's see. I have some framed items. I have some frame sets, some uncut sheets, a couple, and then some other complete sets that were framed and given to me. Now there's only like a little plaque at the bottom that's personalized to me. Again, I don't, really want to sell them. I mean, eventually I'll die and those things will be uh, auctioned off, I suppose. My, my family doesn't want them. They're not exceptionally valuable, uh, but they're, they're just nice display pieces. I didn't ask for them. They just, they just sent them and, and it was a kind gesture. And I hung it on the wall back when I had lots and lots of wall space. I don't as much now. Um, when somebody asked me to personalize an autograph for them, I, I, I'll do it. I mean, I, and I'll write something down if they want me to write something down besides my name. Uh, one time I remember numbering them of one out of 10 or something like that when there were 10 people in the room or there were 10 cards that I was going to autograph. Again, it's, I'm, I'm pretty easy. Um, you know, but then again, if you're doing, if you're numbering one, you know, one of 10, two of 10, three of 10, then you got a problem of who wants to get the lucky number seven or, or the number one of 10 as opposed to 10 of 10. Uh, adds another another uh, bit of friction. The other personalization that that uh, touched me in the last few months is that my my good friend whose brother in law passed away, and I helped him sell his collection. And when he was looking around for an auction house to sell some of the display items, uh, there were a lot of cards, there were some memorabilia, and there were some display items. Uh, the display items went to an auctioneer who. Uh, probably didn't get the highest prices for him, but did a super nice catalog that had a lot of uh, biographical information about uh, his, uh, his, his late brother-in-law and how he, how into it he was and how he really assembled a fabulous collection. And so that's what the heirs are going to, or that's their collection is not the cards. They're going to have some money, plenty of money. Actually, it was a, it was a valuable collection. Uh, but more than that, they're going to have the personalized auction catalog, which is a, like a third-party endorsement. I think that's meaningful. And and they got several copies so that each of the grandkids and everybody can have it. So uh, it's not, I, I'm sure any of the auction houses could do that, but this one did it and, and did a nice job. And that was especially meaningful, that personalization. Um, I've got some game-worn jerseys. And I'm not a professional player, 
but I'm clearly a professional hobbyist. <laughs> I've got caps, I've got shirts, and I guess they could be chopped up into swatches. Nobody's contacted me about that, and I don't really know that there'd be any interest. Uh, but when there's very little interest in something, that means they have to make it really limited. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think uh, a thousand swatches, I don't think there are a thousand people that want a swatch, but if it was chopped up into... 10 uh, larger swatches on a very limited card. Uh, that might be an interesting thing. Of course, I might want to corner the market of that because uh, that would be that be fun to have my own uh, swatches of something on a card. And that begs the question is, again, my final personalization point is that even though I'm a diehard lifer card collector, would I rather have a swatch of a jersey on a card, you know, a tiny swatch of a jersey, even a bigger swatch, but on a, on a standard size card, that's uh, from um, from uh, well, one of my favorite players. It's too late for Roberto Clemente, obviously, because he's passed away 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Wow. Um, so would I rather have a swatch with his card or would I rather have a replica jersey, even a replica jersey that he never put over his head, but that he personally signed? And even if he didn't sign it to me, but a signature to... It wouldn't have to be too Jim. It could just be Roberto Clemente, a legit signature on a 60s replica jersey, which they didn't really have that many replica jerseys, but maybe maybe a Little League jersey. Would I rather have that than a card? I think I would. So at any rate, just uh, some thoughts on personalization. Again, clearly the way you hobby is the way, whatever way you want to hobby. I'm not too old to be reconsidering and contemplating other ways to hobby and how personalization can be a fun thing in this industry. Thanks, everybody. Be back again in a couple of days with another episode.